Yo, it's your girl, Fresh Love, and you are listening to MTMV Sports. Keep it locked. Sports fans, it's your man, The Voice, MTMV Sports correspondent with this week's Time Out. This is where we take a step back and assess the game of life, looking to God for strategies to bring us true success. This week's thought, falling versus failure. Vegas Raiders tight end Darren Waller has made history joining Jimmy Graham, Travis Kelsey, Tyler Higbee, and Tony Gonzalez as the only people since the NFL-AFL merger to have four consecutive games with 100 or more yards receiving at that position. As has been my custom, I'm recording this early Sunday morning, so I don't know if he made history by pulling away from these greats I just named in the game today versus the Steelers. Number 83 started his career with Baltimore in 2015. He was selected with the 204th pick overall in the sixth round. We know some excellent players like Tom Brady and Antonio Brown, who are looking to repeat as Super Bowl champions this year, and they were both selected in the sixth round. Terrell Davis, Mark Rippon, and Jay Novacek were all six-round picks who went on to have outstanding careers. Coach Harbaugh said that he was excited when he noticed Waller was still available as he was a top three receiver prospect on his list. He wondered why he was still available though, and it was due to character issues. A native of Ackworth, Georgia, Waller admittedly played at Georgia Tech under the influence at times. Starting at age 15 with pills, Waller was addicted to substances and turned up his activity partying in the A five to six nights a week. Claiming these activities were in the past, the Ravens took a chance on him only to see Darren receive a year-long suspension for violating the league's drug abuse policy. Passed out for four to five hours in his car due to taking pills laced with fentanyl, Waller realized he needed help. After inpatient rehab, going back to Ackworth and getting a job stocking shelves at a local grocery store, Darren was humbled enough that when his suspension was over and he was football eligible, he would make the most of his opportunities. He returned to the Ravens joining their practice squad. It was here that he caught the eye of the Raiders while the teams were warming up for games. He's now in his fourth year with the franchise and is fulfilling the potential that drew Harbaugh to him six years ago. Darren, like so many other talented athletes, fell from grace due to bad decisions. So many of these soft stories end with questions of where are they now and what if things turned out differently? Darren admitted his wrong, humbled himself, turned away from his vices, and when presented with a second chance, exploited it fully. Again, he didn't come back as a full-fledged member of the team that drafted him. Had he not been going hard in some seemingly meaningless moments on the practice squad, he wouldn't be where he is today. Golf legend Sam Snead said, The mark of a great player is in his ability to come back. The great champions have all come back from defeat. He fell but he was not a failure. Often we become trapped in the past by allowing mistakes to be our final resting place. We give into the narrative that there's no hope for us, that this is our lot and it's as good as it gets. As long as you have breath in your body, 
you can begin again. There's no wrong so horrible, no act so heinous that God is not able to deliver you from. He knew before you were born that it was going to happen. He also knew that you would be helpless to turn away from this without him. This is why he sent Jesus to die for our sins. He literally sentenced an innocent man to the worst death known in human history so you and I could trade our guilt and shame for his righteousness. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Don't stay down in condemnation. That's the difference between falling and failing. Failures accept defeat. Those who have fallen reject that notion. They get up and they start again. For a righteous man may fall seven times and rise again, but the wicked shall fall by calamity. Will you hold on to God's promises when you've let go of his direction? A broken spirit and a contrite heart, which is a crushed, a physically distressed heart, He's not going to despise. So if you are sorry for what you have done and you turn to him, he's going to accept you. He's going to receive you. Two of Jesus' disciples are examples of falling versus failure. Both Peter and Judas betrayed Jesus when he needed them most. Judas tried to fix it himself by returning blood money. When he couldn't rid himself of the guilt that way, he hung himself opting for a permanent solution to a temporary problem. Peter, on the other hand, turned back to Jesus after denying him. Peter then went on to speak in front of thousands of people on the day of Pentecost, proclaiming that Christ is Lord and Messiah, the same man that denied him and was close enough to him when he did it for Jesus to turn and look at him, then stood before thousands and 3,000 people joined the church that day after he spoke and told of who Jesus is. All of us have fallen and will fall again. We fail though when we decide to stay down. So here's the play. When you fall and pray to sin, turn and fall into the loving arms of God by accepting the forgiveness he gives. Though condemnation and shame can cripple those who have fallen, don't allow failure to be an option. It's your man, The Voice, MTV Sports Correspondent with this week's timeout. All right, time to get back in the game of life. Until next week, ready, break. Sports fans rejoice. You're listening to My Team, My Voice with MTMV Sports.